helping you solve the retirement puzzle. Welcome to The Retirement Solution with John Hicks. We are all guilty of the stack of gift cards. Oh my gosh. And we have an entire drawer. Yeah. How many drawers do you have, Heather, full of unused gift cards? Okay. Some of them date back to 1995. Here's the thing. I'm totally OCD, so I have them all together collected. <laughs> They're not scattered about, but they are in an envelope sitting on my desk. And I mean, I've got like, I've got like restaurant cards that I'm not even sure the restaurant's still open anymore. <laughs> well, I know for a fact, I have a 1998, and I found this the other day, a 1998 nice. uh, gift certificate to Moonlight Barbecue in Owensboro, Kentucky. Mm. Now, I'm originally from Owensboro, and I love Moonlight, yeah. but I feel so bad if I were to actually go in there, and I'm sure the Boswells, that's the family that owns it, I'm sure they uh -huh. would still accept it, but something about 1998 just makes me feel Right. Like I've done something wrong. You're a little bit of right? a hack. But, oh, oh, absolutely. But I've found stuff from like Toys R Us gift cards. Toys R Us. When's the last time that was around? Um, yeah. And then more recently, what was it? Um, there was one that I had for, uh, uh, well, I guess O'Charlie's in our neighborhood is no longer there. O'Charlie's no, um, out of business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so I don't, those are never going to, never going to happen anymore. And not going to, not going to eat there anymore. But the ones where the stores are still open, you need to be careful. Read that fine print on the back because a lot of gift cards will expire over time. They'll decrease in value after after a year and then year after year after that until they go down to zero and you got nothing left to show for it. Absolutely. And, and think about how much, how wasteful that is for the overall economy. I mean, right. I guess it's good, it's good for, for those, for those businesses, yeah. of course, yeah. but it's, it's kind of like, a, they're just not, they're not providing the services that we've paid for over time. And I just, you know, there's a lot of lost productivity in that situation. Plus, and Agreed. here's what I would say about those restaurants. It's one thing to get a $50 gift card and then someone not use it. But typically when I go to a place and have a $50 gift card, I'm thinking, well, heck, now I'm gonna get a nice bottle of wine and now yep. I'm going to get an appetizer. I'll spend, spend another 90 mm -hmm. probably. Because then it's like a $150 meal. That's a pretty good meal. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, so that's just my thought. I no, always, yeah. always, I've never spent under a gift card for a restaurant that I can recall. Right, because you get there and you're all excited and you're like, it's already a discount. <laughs> I already have a discount. So let's just go all out. Let's just hey, do look, it. Hey, look, honey, this wine tonight is free. F-R-E-A, -E, free. Let's just do it. Let's just order it all. It's delicious. <laughs> No, but with the gift card thing, listen, John, you and I were not alone. Over half of people survey admitted they have an average of $116 worth of gift cards sitting around the house. That well, sounds yep. low to me. I think it's way low. If you don't hit the steps to remember to cash them in, you are doing what? Leaving money on the table. Like oh, you were absolutely. just pointing out, John, the waste. And it makes me think about what you do specifically in your business. Now, I don't think you guys issue gift cards. Last time I checked, Jay Hayden We do not. Both. Okay, got it. We do not. But you can help us figure out when it comes to our retirement plans, yeah. the ways that a lot of us are essentially, quote unquote, leaving money on the table when it comes to our retirement savings. What are some of the biggest areas that you've noticed? When anyone's thinking about, you know, financial planning, you know, there's, it encompasses almost everything, Heather, from, you know, okay, when am I going to take my Social Security? You know, how should I pay my tax bill? You know, what kind of fees am I paying? All of these things, even to the point to where, you know, how much can I budget for gasoline? But when you really look at uh, the money that majority of us leave off the table, we're not talking $116 of gift cards. I'm talking tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of dollars, mm -hmm. Heather, that I've seen people leave on the table for no real good reason. There's four of them that I, I kind of want to talk about today okay? because these are big ones. Okay. Uh, first and foremost, because almost every one of us is going to qualify for this, is leaving money on the table when it comes to Social Security. Okay. So there are all kinds of, of people out there that say, oh, you should defer Social Security until you're 70 because if you take it early, then you're, you're leaving money on the table. See, that is one way to look at it. Okay. But when we've done the analysis in our office, because we're fiduciary based, when it, 
comes down to doing analysis, it should not be a one size fits all. What we have discovered, Heather, is that the majority of people out there, when they claim their social security mm -hmm. and how long they expect to live and what their other assets are, it can mean the difference of tens of thousands of dollars by taking it early. That's more money that they would actually have as opposed to waiting to age 70. And so when you look at that, if by selecting Social Security at the right time for you could be the difference of tens of thousands of dollars left on the table. And so many of us just think, well, I'm going to retire at 65. I'm just going to take it at 65. Right. Or, well, I'm still working. I might as well just wait till I'm 70. But there is a much more analysis that needs to be done. But that's one easy thing. Okay. And that's the type of thing that a skilled fiduciary should be able to help you with. So make certain that you're not leaving that money on the table. There's number one. Okay. Now, number two, and this is probably a big one, you've heard me talk about it for going on a couple of years now, guys, is talking about dead money. And this is where we have money in those bank CDs because we're worried about the market. Now, I understand that. We have money in bank CDs and in the back of our, our, our checking accounts and in our money market accounts, or, or frankly, we've got a bunch of really low paying bonds. Guys, that's dead money. That is absolutely hurting us, especially when we have inflation it's running at four and a half, five and a half. Heck, the most recent was over six and a seven, quarter yeah. percent, almost 7% inflation rates. So think about that. If you're getting 1% on your money and inflation is seven, you're losing 6% a year. Mm -hmm. Of course, that's what we call it dead money. That's money we're leaving on the table. And guys, you do not have to have a bank CD to have complete safety of your money. You can at least get four or 5% on that. You just got to understand the strategies behind it. So don't leave the money on the table with your dead money. Number three, 401k fees. I doubt the majority of people out there know what they're actually paying their 401k fees. So Heather, do you know about what you pay in your 401k for? Not know, a the clue. Kind of Honest <laughs> to God, and I'm embarrassed to say it to you because we work together, but not even not even a little bit of an idea. And yeah, I know well, there, it's not free, and a lot of people are thinking, well, it's, it's for free, well, right? My well, employer. There, there, was, there was a Forbes article a couple of years ago, and what it said was 73% have no idea, have no idea at all what they're paying in 401k fees. I'm here over, with friends, is see, what you're saying. There you saying. go. There, 73%, <laughs> which, is, which is an alarmingly high number, yeah. considering that, you know, if it's a crazy number, or you might want to do something different, but 20% think they're paying nothing, think they're paying nothing at all. But I was just looking, it just came out, Smart Asset did a research report and they discovered that the average all in, so everything from soup to nuts of the average 401k in America is 2.21% a year, 2.21% a year. And some people think they're paying nothing. Guys, that kind of expense on your, on sometimes our, our largest nest egg, our biggest pile of money, our largest asset, that can be the difference of being able to retire early and being able to spend all the money we want or potentially running out of our money in our late seventies. That is that big of a difference because most people should be paying, in my opinion, 1% or less all in. I mean, that should really be the way that all of us should try to get to it. Now, there are some plans that are worth a little bit more money, but you have to make certain that's right for you. But 2.21% on your 401k. Now, the easiest way to fix that issue by not leaving that on the table is to find out what you're paying. Let our staff help you with that. They will find out exactly what you're paying because you may have many other options of rolling that money into your own individual IRA and potentially using a Vanguard or a very low cost company so that you're paying like a fraction of that, maybe even a tenth of that amount which is what I think would be much more appropriate. Got it. Last okay. one, Heather. All the right. last one, but where we leave money on the table is how we withdraw money from our portfolios when it comes to retirement. And this is a big one. Most of us think, well, John, I got all my money in my, my 401k and it's all tax deferred. And I'm sure that this is gonna be fine. I'm gonna withdraw from that bucket first. 
By doing that, you might be unleashing the tax monster that might actually have you pay more money in taxes in retirement than you ever thought. Mm. We have actually seen more people because they just pull from the wrong buckets at the wrong time when it comes to retirement. We've seen more people have a higher tax rate in retirement, Heather, higher than when they were actually working and earning potentially $100,000 more. And that is so easy to avoid so that we don't leave that money on the table. And yet, so few of us actually get that analysis done. We have to do these things, guys, because just like 116 bucks, if you're thinking about that maybe sitting in your drawer, and for my drawer, heck, it may be over $1,000 worth of these. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad. I'm thinking, man, yeah. I can't believe I'm going to let that 1000 bucks go to waste. But imagine when it comes to a larger issue like retirement, imagine leaving tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table. We can do better than that. But we have to know better before we can do better. questions for John? Drop us an email at retirementsolutionradio.com. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Integrity Financial Planning Inc. is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through John Hicks, NPN number 229-3473.